Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We pray for the new listeners. We pray healing for my friend Marcus Henderson, who had surgery today. We pray continued healing for my cousin Walter Bradley III, who is also recovering from surgery. We pray the blood of Jesus over Parkinson's disease. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of our hope, Jesus Christ, amen. Folks, as a young Christian, I struggled with Matthew 5:48, which says, Therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Now, when you read that verse, on the surface, it seems to be saying that you must be perfect, just like God. My friends, I would struggle to stay on the right path until one of my siblings presented an opportunity to exercise my big brother status and torment them without mercy. After I had finished messing with them, I would be reminded that what I did was not a mark of perfection, and God was not pleased. Then the cycle would start again, being good, being bad, feeling bad about it, and asking for forgiveness, and then start over. But I could have avoided all of that guilt if I had known what perfect meant in the Bible. The dictionary says that perfect means excellent, beyond practical or theoretical improvement, flawless or faultless, improved to make better. And so there I was trying to be flawless and failing, trying to be excellent and flopping, trying to improve as a Christian without knowing how and falling flat on my face. The word perfect appears 94 times in the Bible and what Jesus desires is for us to be complete. That is the perfect that he is referring to in Matthew 5.48. So today, let's take a look at how we can become complete. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for perfect is tamim, and it is first found in Genesis 6 and 9, as Noah is described as perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. My brothers and sisters, notice that Noah's completeness is in the presence of God. I submit to you that if you want to be perfect, if you want to be complete, you must spend some time with God. Throughout the entire earth, only one man found grace in the eyes of the Lord, and that man was Noah. Nobody sought after God. Nobody walked with God. Nobody refrained from violence except Noah. He was complete, but he wasn't sinless. Another Old Testament patriarch who was less than perfect was Abram. Genesis 17 and 1 says, And when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be perfect. In this context, the word perfect usually refers to sacrificial animals who were to be unblemished. But here, God is looking for a wholesome Abram. God is looking for a godly Abram. God is looking for an honorable Abram. God was looking for an upright Abram. God was looking for a sincere Abram. 
and he was looking for a man who had these qualities in his heart, his speech, and his behavior. My friends, these are character traits that God is looking for in an incomplete man. Then he works on them, molding and shaping until they start to resemble their Father in heaven. In 1 Chronicles 29 and 9, these words are recorded. Then the people rejoiced, for that they offered willingly, because with perfect heart they offered willingly to the Lord. And David the king also rejoiced with great joy. My friends, Israel came together on one accord and gave from their hearts for the building of the temple. They were at peace as a nation. They were at peace with the blessings of God. They were safe and they were whole. Now let's compare another use of the word perfect in 1 Kings 11.4. It says, For it came to pass, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. My Christian comrades, this time the Hebrew word used is shalem, which means peaceful and safe. And it's also the same word that's used in 1 Chronicles 29 and 9. Solomon, who was the wisest man who ever lived, became foolish in his old age because he allowed his unbelieving wives to turn him to idolatry. Solomon lacked peace in his old age as God promised to take the kingdom from Solomon. God raised adversaries against Solomon until he died. You can read about it in 1 Kings 17, verses 14 through 43. So there was no peace, which is tragic given the life of Solomon before he turned away from God. Now listen to Job's character in Job 1 and 1. There is a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. My brothers and sisters, this is a different Hebrew word, town, which still means complete, but has additional meaning of one who lacks nothing in physical strength, morally innocent, and one who is ethically pure. When you think of Job, this is his definition. In the Psalms, perfect is used to describe the way of the Lord. Psalm 18 and 30 says, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. Psalm 18.32 says, It is God that girdeth me with strength, and maketh my way perfect. Psalm 101 and 2 says, I will behave myself in a perfect way. O when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. My friends, in this verse, perfect is used twice in the English, but two different Hebrew words are used. The first use of perfect in the verse is an adjective describing the type of walk, a walk without blemish. The writer uses the Hebrew word tamin. The second time perfect is used, it is a noun meaning upright. This Hebrew word is tomi. Both meanings are close, but they are two different words in Hebrew. Then there's the matter of the word perfect and perfect. Both are spelled the same way, but pronounced differently, and have different meanings in Hebrew. In Psalm 138 and 8, it says the Lord will perfect 
that which concerneth me, thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hand. My friends, the Hebrew word used in this instance is gomar, and it means bring to an end or complete, and it is a verb. The New Living Translation says, The Lord will work out his plans for my life. Folks, if you will let him, he will work out his plans for you. But you must yield to him. You must surrender to him. David uses strong words in Psalm 139 and 22. And it says, I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. Folks, this time the Hebrew word for perfect is takalith, which means end or consummation. And it is a noun. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Folks, when you look up the meaning of perfect in this verse, you will find the word shalom. But wait a minute. The next word after perfect in the verse is the word peace. And the Hebrew word is, that's right, shalom. So what happened here? This is an example of double emphasis on peace. It is complete peace. It is the kind of peace that you only receive when you trust the Lord. Double peace. Safely based in God's protection peace. Your welfare is in a healthy state where you can prosper versus the state of war and turmoil. An interesting passage is found in Ezekiel 28 verses 1 through 19, but the verse I want to examine is verse 15. And it says, Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day thou was created, till iniquity was found in thee. My friends, many commentators believe, as I do, that this passage is a reference to Satan. God created him, and the word perfect in this verse means that Satan was complete, as the Hebrew word tamin is used. I'll do a word study on Satan in another podcast, but know that Satan was a model of perfection, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. Satan was in the Garden of Eden, but his pride forced him out of God's inner circle. In the New Testament, specifically Matthew 5:48, which says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. The Greek word used is teleos, which means brought to its end, finished, complete. Folks, we didn't come into this world perfect, and we should strive to leave this world a finished product. Luke 1 and 3 uses a different Greek word for perfect. The verse says, It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus. Folks, the word akribos is used here, and in nine other verses. This Greek word means accurately, exactly, and diligently. My brothers and sisters, Luke was very detailed in his version of the gospel since he was a doctor by training. Luke uses a different Greek word for perfect in Luke 6 and 40, which says, The disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be his master. My Christian friends, this time Luke's Greek word is katathizo, which means to repair and complete. My friends, we are broken vessels in a constant need of repair, but Dr. Jesus came to fix us and make us what we ought to be. Friends, as you can see, 
In order to get a complete understanding of a word, you must go back to the original Hebrew or Greek words to see what they mean. One of the tools that you can use is the blueletterbible.org. You place a word in the search box, and it will bring up every verse that has that word. Then, it uses an online version of Strong's Concordance to give you the Greek or Hebrew translation. It also gives you the pronunciation. Blueletterbible.org also provides a Vines Expository Dictionary. And all of this information is free. Again, go to blueletterbible.org. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the tools that you have made available so that we don't have to live in ignorance. We pray for the diligent students of your word who will search for the true meaning of your word. We pray these things in the name of the carpenter's son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for great ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.